This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. In the past few months, there's been a lot happening in America. An election and now an inauguration has seen Joe Biden take the top job as president of the United States. With that, there's been lots of talk about how he's going to bring change and unify America. But as the dust settles on a tumultuous time, you could be forgiven for being a little murky on the details of what it is he said he'll do. So in this episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we unpick what Joe Biden's top priorities are for his first 100 days in office, how he plans to tackle them, and we also have a quick look at the threats to his pledge for unity. Squiz Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Four years have passed since Donald Trump was sworn in as President of the United States. It's an understatement to say there were some ups and there were some downs. But now he's out and replacing him is Joe Biden, a Democratic Party veteran and the former Vice President of the Obama years. Claire, though, a new president doesn't mean a clean slate to start with. Not at all. Biden has taken the leadership of a nation in crisis when it comes to the coronavirus. There's concerns about the economy as a result of the impacts of the pandemic as well. And it's a nation divided given the political heat of the Trump era and on racial equality issues. It's a big to-do list that Joe Biden has. And to start addressing those priorities, he's put together a 10-day and 100-day plan that was symbolically kick-started just after he was sworn in when he signed 15 executive orders and two directives. Fun fact, Claire, no US president has changed so much so quickly since Franklin D. Roosevelt came to power in the middle of the Great Depression. And top of that list is COVID. The virus is currently raging through the United States as it goes through winter. There have been 400,000 Americans die from the coronavirus since the start of last year, and the next 100,000 deaths will come quickly, experts say, with January shaping up to be America's deadliest month of the pandemic so far. Ramping up America's response to the pandemic at this stage of the game isn't easy given their system of government. Much like here in Australia, there's things the federal government is responsible for and things the states deliver. On the federal front, though, the new Biden administration is starting from scratch in some regards. And that's not to say that the Trump administration did nothing. Their focus on what's called Operation Warp Speed put US $18 billion into the development of vaccines, and that was something that was widely recognised as a good thing. Now, though, that vaccines are starting to be approved and rolled out, the criticism of the former administration is that the plan to distribute those vaccines and to get them into the arms of Americans was deficient, if not non-existent. Operation Warp Speed. Only in America would something be called that, I think. (laughs) So dramatic. This is something that Biden's team say is a top item to be addressed ASAP. Biden also signed an order mandating social distancing and the wearing of face masks on all federal property across the country and also by federal employees. That's the extent of his power on that front. But he has issued a 100-day mask challenge. He's asked all Americans to mask up in an effort to break the chains of community transmission. A bit of moral persuasion there, Mm. really, because Biden can't force the state governors to make the general community wear masks or do anything else, really. But he's put a bloke named Jeff Zentis in charge of the COVID-19 response team. He's known as a Mr. Fix-It. He's got really deep business and political connections and apparently has an ability to navigate the bureaucracy across the federal government and all those states. 
And of course, still on COVID, one of Joe Biden's first orders was also the recommitment of US funding to the World Health Organization. Claire, as we've said over and over, COVID is two-pronged though. There's the health response and then there's the economic response. And America is, of course, the world's largest economy, so its good health is important to the world. Like Australia's, the American economy had a really dramatic year of fluctuating statistics. Mm. But as to where things are now, economic growth went backwards and then it picked back up at the end of the year. The US stock market has been quite resilient, albeit really big fluctuations up and down. And while unemployment in April was at the highest rate since the Great Depression, it's since eased really significantly, but there's still 10 million Americans out of work. And to address that, some of Biden's first moves to help Americans who are struggling financially include extending a federal moratorium on evictions and foreclosures on federally guaranteed mortgages that will continue until March as well as pausing federal student loan payments and interest. And his biggest announcement yet, though, was a massive $1.9 trillion stimulus plan that needs to go through Congress first. He's only been in office for six days. He's done a lot already. (laughs) It doesn't end there, though. There are some other big ticket items on Biden's list. And there's a theme of dismantling some significant Trump policies. Mm. Biden has put the US back into the Paris Climate Agreement, along with a review of a swathe of other energy and environmental policies on immigration, which, of course, were big Trump policies. Biden ended Trump's travel ban on predominantly Muslim and African countries and ordered the construction of that border wall on the US-Mexico border to stop. He has also turned his mind to equality. It's another area of attention. He signed a broad executive order directing federal agencies to conduct reviews, the elimination of racial, sexual, gender-based discrimination in policymaking and government programs is at the heart of that. That's a lot of ground to cover. In addition to that, the Biden administration has said it plans to roll out a total of 53 executive actions over his first 10 days in office. There's also a 100-day plan. Let's have a look at some of those longer-term plans now. As we said, Claire, there were some major Trump policies that Biden was able to immediately reverse on his first days in office using those executive orders and also a swipe of the presidential pen. It's amazing what that can do. There are others, though, that require legislation and the support of Congress. That includes giving out 100 million vaccines and reopening schools. Biden also wants to provide a pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants. Uh, Those things need to go through the Congress. Still, it's something to be slated for the first 100 days of his presidency. So that's by the 20th of April. The biggest challenge, though, is passing that giant COVID-19 relief bill that totals that eye-watering $1.9 US trillion. It's just about 10% of the country's GDP in 2019. It's a whopper. I have no idea how many zeros that is. A lot. (laughs) 11, 6. I'm not even going to guess. Let's not try. (laughs) That plan is currently being negotiated. Critics say it will send the country further into deep debt, particularly after Congress passed a long-awaited US $900 billion stimulus package just in December. That's right. But others say the economy needs ongoing stimulus and putting money back into the hands of Americans via checks from the government is the way to go. Mm. Biden's package includes the distribution of $1,400 checks to those who have experienced economic loss. Many Americans 
have already received two stimulus checks over the course of the pandemic. And Biden's plan includes a $400 a week unemployment insurance benefit through to September and also doubling the minimum wage to $15 an hour. A lot of money out the door. Yeah, they're massive initiatives. And the plan also includes a $20 billion national COVID-19 vaccination program and another $50 billion to increase testing rates. It's a plan that Biden wants passed ASAP and he says that he wants to do it with bipartisan support in the Congress and he's hoping the alliances that he forged during his very long political career will help get those policies over the line. That's the immediate issue. Another big ticket item Biden says needs addressing can't be solved by legislation and that's unifying America. A lot has been said about that with the Trump presidency ending in pretty angry scenes. And that was the centre of his inaugural address on Capitol Hill when he acknowledged the difficulty of conjuring that outcome. This is a quote from that speech. He said, to overcome these challenges, to restore the soul and secure the future of America requires much more than words. It requires the most elusive of all things in a democracy, unity. America has certainly seen tough and divided times before, but with Trump at the centre of many of these issues, it's natural that eyes are on Biden now to fix things. Some are sceptical, Claire, about his ability to patch up the deep divides that are currently running throughout the US. And you've also got to remember that 46.9% of Americans who voted, so more than 70 million people, voted for Trump in the 2020 election, which wasn't that long ago. And about half of them, according to recent polls, believe that false claim that the election was rigged. So it remains to be seen how many of them will actually get on board with Biden's agenda to smooth things over. That poll we refer to is a Reuters Ipsos poll. That brings us neatly back to Trump. We'll take a look at him and his supporters now and how his legacy could continue to shape Biden's presidency. In some of his final remarks as president, Donald Trump indicated that he intended to remain in political life, saying he'll, and this is the quote, be back in some form. Yeah, right to the end, he wasn't backing down on how he felt about being removed from office. Mm. But of course, the decision to return might be taken away from him if he's convicted in an upcoming Senate trial. That's due to go ahead from the 9th of February. And that's because a conviction could mean he will be banned from running for office again. More on that in a moment. Just to rejig people's memory on where all of this impeachment stuff is at, Trump became the first president in history to be impeached twice by the House in mid-January on charges of incitement of insurrection. That was following the violence by his supporters in the Capitol. Some senior Republicans support that Senate hearing, most notably the party's leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell. It's really hard to overstate the importance of that shift against Trump from heavy hitters in his own party. Mm. Other Republicans, though, say that the impeachment trial shows that Biden's call for unity is disingenuous. Yeah, and they reckon that it's because it demonstrates that Trump is the reference point when it comes to discussions about healing the country. As Trump indicated in his final remarks as president, the so-called movement he started is far from over, Claire. Yeah, as the violence in the Capitol earlier in January indicated, there's more than a few Trump supporters who refuse to accept the election results. And although Trump's effectively been deplatformed by Twitter and others, it's pretty unlikely that he'll lose relevance anytime soon because he's still got a really significant base of support and not just those in dark corners of extremism, but also in the mainstream. Yeah, and there's also talk of him establishing his own political party called the Patriot Party. As we know, 
there are two main political parties in the US, the Republicans and the Democrats. But there's also a handful of other minor parties, the biggest of which are the Libertarians and the Greens. None, though, have ever gained enough traction to make a big political dent. And with his Senate impeachment trial coming up, reports say Trump is trying to leverage the threat of establishing a new party that could take away from the Republican base of support. But all that politicking aside, there's no easy way for Trump to be convicted in the Senate. And Kate, as you mentioned before, that needs to happen for him to be banned from running for political office again. And on top of all of that, Donald Trump also has some other things on his hands to deal with. There are pending legal battles relating to hush money allegedly paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels. That was a whole thing. An investigation in Georgia also about his alleged meddling there in last year's election. And there is the possibility of federal prosecutors pursuing him over the siege of the Capitol. And that's before you even get to his business empire dealings. And they've got a lot of issues there. According to reports, there's falling revenue off the back of people walking away from the Trump brand. So lots of things on his plate. Yeah, he might no longer be in the White House, but what is certain is we'll be hearing a bit about Donald Trump for a while yet. And that's your shortcut to Biden's first 100 days. On to our recommendations. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. Claire, I've done it again. I'm going to recommend one of our own. (laughs) It's our Squeeze Shortcut on Joe Biden. Given he's now the President of the United States, people might want to have a listen to that one. It tells you a bit about him, his upbringing, his beliefs, his family and his brand of politics. Yeah, he's got quite a backstory, so that's a good one. Uh, I reckon no one does political paraphernalia better than the Americans, so I've got a link to the Joe Biden inaugural store. You can get lots of things there. Mugs, stickers, jewellery, T-shirts. It's all there. It's it's quite fascinating to see how they brand themselves. Merchandise for everything. A link to both of those is in your episode notes. Thank you again for tuning in to Squeeze Shortcuts. If you've got a request, we've had a few coming through. Send them through to hello at thesqueeze.com.au and we'll get on to that until next week. 